on like anytime I go through the drive thru. Really? Especially if I go back to Alabama. They ma'am you on all the time. Oh, I'm getting man. mammed. What about on the phone? Like Mammed. The bank? If, it, if it's in the south. Yeah. Yeah, but if I'm out here or really anywhere else and they they know I'm a sir usually. I used to get mammed, especially when I was a kid. Oh yeah. I get mammed all the time. Mm-hmm. I would call like okay, so in the Source magazine they have all these like places in the back where you could order DJ equipment. Mm-hmm. And I would never have enough money for DJ equipment. I would just call for like information. Like I was always scared they were going to not make turntables anymore. <laughs> So like every every couple of weeks I'd be like, hey, you guys still got a uh, two direct drive turntables, and they'd be like, yeah, and yes, I'd be man. like, all right, well, you know, yeah, uh, are they still two hundred dollars a piece? And they're like, yes, ma'am. Uh, y'all gonna be making those about seven years from now, <laughs> dude. I used to call um, Walmart. Every time I had any like money, you know, if I cleaned the house, I'd get yeah. paid five bucks, and I. If I would call Walmart and be like, uh, can I talk to the toy department, please? <laughs> and they, yeah, I go, do y'all got um, Ninja Turtles there? And they go, yeah, we got them. And I go, do y'all have the movie star Ninja Turtles, the kind of Ninja Turtles that look like the guys from the movie? And they're like, no, we don't have that. And it's because I was calling like seven years too late <laughs> because I had a With taped... the film reel on the box? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I had a taped, like, cartoon <laughs> or something that had a commercial of that. Hey. And so I would think, like, oh, yeah, that's there. And it was also, like, there was a sweepstakes at McDonald's to win a Sega. And I'd be like, Mom, let's go to Sega. My mom was be, would be like, that's from 1991. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but being old enough to call to Walmart. Oh, yeah, I had no shame. I wasn't afraid of that shit. Some kids That's are, like, so scared funny. to call the pizza place. Oh, yeah. Nah, I didn't care about that shit. No, no. I feel like now it might be tough. I feel like customer service was a little better when we were younger. But, like, now if you call the pizza place, you might catch an attitude. Maybe, yeah. It's also different. Maybe in L.A. it's different. but Yeah, yeah. I don't know. When, when I was a kid, I would call the pizza place and not even think about My mom played would be out a lot of nights so like i would call the pizza place and be like can i get some pizza and then they go yeah it's 19 bucks or whatever we're on the way and i'd go like fuck i gotta get 19 bucks somehow and i would like, <laughs> go through my whole house trying to find 19 dollars for for an hour oh man like i wouldn't even think about money and yeah then i would I, th- I think i had i found the money every time really it was usually like quarters and shit Yo, paying a pizza dude in quarters is wild. Oh, yeah. That's wild. I mean, as a kid, you know, I was a pizza guy for years, and, like, yeah. if I went to a child and he gave me a bunch of quarters, I'd, I'd probably be okay with it. But an adult? Right. No way. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Roll them things up. Yeah. <laughs> At least roll, roll them, roll up them right up. Now. No, <laughs> roll them up right now. I'll, I'll get back to Domino's. Roll them things <laughs> up. <laughs> One roll is like ten dollars. I need two rolls from you. Oh yeah. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> oh, That's I Jack. you know this. That's Jack, dude. Yeah. I don't know who this is. You don't know this? 
Oh. Hold up. We got Whitmer Thomas in the building. Get the fuck up! Oh, okay. Damn, <laughs> this is sick. Yeah. Get the fuck up! The golden one. <laughs> is this French? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's right. I was going to say, it sounds like a, the bass from like an old no, Lind drummer. No, uh, synthesizer. No, they went crazy with the drum machine. This had a video and Prince was like had half Joker yeah. on one side and then half just I guess he was Bruce Wayne on the other side. Yeah, it's confusing though because that's like two face. <laughs> that's two face, yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucking video dude, that whole run of that shit is so sick. Like and and Tim Burton at first was like I don't want Prince doing the music for this. I want to be serious. And then he heard some of the songs Prince wanted to do, and he's like, "Oh, never mind. Let's do this. Yeah, let's use this." I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that Tim Burton and and Prince had had beef. I. Not, I mean, at first, until Tim Burton met Prince, and he's like, "Oh no, this is sick." And then Prince wrote a whole album. Right. Yeah, these songs really. Some of them don't have anything to do with. Batman, but then also some of them are just like, all right, I got a song called Trust. Trust. You might need that in a movie. Oh, so good. Uh, <laughs> I got uh, the Arms of Orion. They play that when when Bruce Wayne and Vicky Vale getting close to each other. Oh. Dude, what? this movie informs so much of who I am <laughs> as a guy. It's like depressing. And now we got Same. Batman showing back up in this new movie with that that right. Michael Keaton. Never thought we had it. Like, my earliest memories are this movie and the uh, this soundtrack. Yeah. Because my dad made me a tape, like a copy of this soundtrack. I had to have been, like, one, two years old. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Dude, I would listen to this shit all the time. I wore the VHS out. Yeah. What a cast. Bring back Billy D. Williams. Come Maybe on. Billy D. shows. You know, there's supposed to be a big like uh, spoiler thing in this new Flash movie with Michael Keaton, and I'm hoping it's Billy D. Williams. Billy Will- D. Williams is Harvey Dent. That would be incredible. Uh, old, old, old. <laughs> has to old, walk with a cane. Yeah, yeah. Like the other face looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one face is like way more yeah, aged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. I wonder what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, do you know the Billy D. Williams story? I've heard it that that they had a guarantee, yeah, that he was gonna be Two Face, and then they had to pay him every movie. Yeah, yeah, they had to pay him for four movies, even though he only did one. Wow! And then there was like something like that with Marlon Wayans, where he was yep. supposed to be Robin. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yo. We're just going to pay these black actors to not be in Batman. Yeah, because of fucking... <laughs> Dude, imagine that. Like, you got the the Tim Burton Batman universe with Mar- Marlon as Robin, but he's like a... What was he? He was like a car mechanic Robin? Yeah. He's like an 18-year-old mechanic. I think he's mm-hmm. like supposed to be sort of like Lucius Fox, like the Morgan Freeman okay. character's okay. son. He becomes Robin, and then you got Billy D. Williams. That's... Way better than whatever happened. Right, right. Tommy Lee Jones was out there acting a fool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but also Joe Schumacher got a a hold of it. Like Mm -hmm. like a Tim Burton with Billy D and and Marlon might be 
a little different. He yeah. made the black suit. He made the bat suit black. Yeah. You know, so he was trying to make as much black as he could. He tried to make Harvey Dent black. Robin Black, yeah, the Bat Suit. Did you know the Batmobile? You know what I'm saying? Like Tim Burton was trying to put black in a little bit of everything. You know? Uh, did you know they did the the Robin toy? They made it. They made it, and they, it was black. It had a high top fade, <laughs> and then they put some little curl. They painted some curls on it to be like, nah, this this is Chris O'Donnell here. Yeah, and then they painted him <laughs> white. Yeah, that's so fucking jack. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, we should we should at least get that in cartoon form. Like we should yeah. get a cartoon and it be the Batman that they wanted to do. Think about the swag Billy D. Williams would have had in Comic Con if he was in Batman and Star Wars. I know, dude. Just think of how much cachet he would have been with nerds. Like people already run up on him, call him Lando Calrissian. What if he was Harvey Dent and Lando? It's Jack, dude. I mean, they did do a whole comic book that's like the continued universe of where marlin is robin and oh really yeah but you know make that shit for real oh wait is that like batman 89 yeah oh yeah i never i never picked up one of them with the years on it when i was a kid i was obsessed with the 60s batman yeah i would like watch it every time it came on we got fx and then it would come on fx and i would like uh i would tape episodes and go back and watch. Like, I didn't know Tubi was coming, you know? <laughs> like, I would just go back and watch old episodes. I would be obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah. I was dying for anything like that as a kid. I would just sit there and fuck, watch any... I would watch, like, the Christian channel just because there was some Bible Man show of, like, a dude with Yo, a cape. Yo, I had like, a tape of Bible Man. Yeah. I yeah, just, I knew it wasn't good. But I knew I was my grandmother it. would buy it. Yeah, because it's like it's got Bible in it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, man, Bible man. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Not a very all about good. This. Not good superhero. at all. I don't think he hit anybody. No, he just read to him. Yeah, he just had on a costume for no reason. Yeah. I don't think he's really breaking any laws. No, he's a vigilante, but kinda. I guess Jesus was a vigilante in a lot of ways. Mm, did you that makes sense. Did you know I was watching Passion of the Christ? I didn't know that. <laughs> In the movie Passion of the Christ, Jesus invents the table. No. Well, yeah. Mel, no. no. Yes. Mary, his mom, Mary, walks in, and she, Jesus is building something. She goes, what is that? And he goes, uh, it's a table, I think. It's gonna, that's gonna be a, this is going to be a table. And then what did she say? She says, oh, that's awesome. I don't mean whatever. She didn't say that, but it's like, that's... Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. And then they give just... Give me some, give me some, Jesus. <laughs> then they just, like, go on to the next thing. I'm like, hold up. I do remember that, table? but I don't remember... Yeah, I forgot about the fact that I was so ready for, like, to cry. Yeah. That I was just like, our church went. Like, the after church, they were like, if you're over 17... Then you can go, yeah. you know. If not, then you know you have to go with a chaperone or whatever, you know. It's all obeying the laws of rated R movies. Oh yeah. And then it was it was wild. Yeah. Yeah, man. Packed. Packed. Yeah, I went. Packed. With, my school was allowed to go. Yeah. And we, so we all just went, and you know, I don't know. This is a, it was gory. Yeah, it was gory. But 
My but buddy got walked the job out. Done, you know, we were saved. Yeah, my <laughs> we were all saved, and I mean, since then I've been going to church uh, four times a week. Come on, uh, did you like the passion came out when Hellboy came out? <laughs> yeah. Did you live in a part of Alabama where they would change Hellboy on the marquee to Bellboy? No. <laughs> what? Yeah, there were some places that it would have the marquee and it would be like the Passion of the Christ, and then under it would be like Bellboy. Like they were scared to put Hellboy on the sign. Damn. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> I'm surprised, to be honest. I mean, I did go to a school. My school was real small. Yeah. And I did go to a school where when they taught evolution and science mm -hmm. uh like i'd say half of the class raised their hand and was like we don't want to listen to this and they were allowed to like go sit somewhere and not be in the classroom they could just leave yeah. they could just leave for evolution yeah like charles darwin uh yeah yo i'm in the i'm yeah, in the hallway i'm out of here <laughs> and i was like Fuck. and but meanwhile they're all like doing anal in the woods outside the school and shit <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. What part of Alabama? Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores. Down a, it's like the tour it's like a tourist town down on the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. So that's why it was a really small school. People not a lot of people live there. My my group, like my generation is the first generation of kids in Gulf Shores to to like be born there and Okay. And then be raised there. Oh wow! Because nobody really lived there permanently until the eighties. Oh dang! Yeah. So y'all, y'all the first. Yeah. So y'all kind of dictate what goes on down there. Yeah, and at the time it was like fucked up. Everything was, you know, like there was no rules for most of the kids because most of the parents who moved down there were kind of like parrot head Jimmy Buffett fanatics okay and so they were just trying to party it was kind of impossible to like out party all of our parents got you you know like boat life so rebelling is not partying no rebelling is like Yo, rebel. i'm gonna go home and play video games and parents are like i'm so disappointed yeah <laughs> rebelling i'm trying to think of what rebelling was for a lot of my friends i was pretty straight laced as a kid but a lot of my like none of my friends had curfews okay and so, like, rebelling would be my buddy got too drunk at a party and didn't call his parents to pick him up. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, something I, like that. I didn't have a curfew, but I also didn't have anyone that wanted me to be outside <laughs> late. <laughs> like, none, none of the people I knew with cars were down to pick me up, yeah. you know? Like, they were like, all right, you know, if I get somewhere... Maybe they'll drop me off, yeah. but they're not gonna pick me up. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, I wouldn't. I wasn't never getting. I was driving everybody usually. Okay. So All right. But yeah, fuck me. That's a whole part of my childhood is figuring out like who I was as a as a uh, an added person in the car, like what my role was. Okay. So that I would sometimes be picked up. Yeah, and get yeah. to go along for the ride. Oh, I would go for it, but I feel like that's part of the problem. Yeah, and you know, as a teenager, you're you're trying, and you know, oh, that yeah. nobody wants somebody out here trying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my thing was like, I was, I've been trying too hard my whole life, but <laughs> for sure. But when I was a kid, I was like, 
really my a lot, of, a lot of my friends were older so I I figured out if I could get them to like pick on me in a mm-hmm. way that was fun for all of them yeah. then I'd be in. Okay. So I would say some crazy shit right when I got into the car and then they would make fun of me for the whole car ride and yeah. then I'd be in. They they would like having me around. I would I would, I, would, I I know that route. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm as good as at taking it. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. I think I think I think in that that's where it becomes a problem because it is it is that is one way the puncher bag method. But then I don't know with my memory that stuff would just echo in my head <laughs> for like days. You know? Yeah, I mean, if they actually like got down to the nitty gritty mm-hmm. of my personality, it would probably break my heart. Yeah, I can't forget things either. Yeah. I got a, I got like a a curse of a memory. You remembered something so specific. Uh, you were on stage talking about uh, the Joker with the shrimp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I went back on my birthday a couple, like a month ago, and I watched Dark Knight again, and he eats two shrimp in okay. that scene. It's not just the one shrimp. Go back, for anybody listening, go back and watch The Dark Knight, and he eats a shrimp. <laughs> Joker goes, and he's, like, trying to figure out where Harvey Dent is mm-hmm. this party. And he eats somebody's shrimp. And you just, it's just crazy to me that he eats shrimp. That's the idea of the, the bit. <laughs> <laughs> but then he, that's the, he eats two shrimp in the scene. He goes and eats two shrimp from two different shrimp cocktails. It's fucked. From the cocktails. From yeah. your, so your drink shrimp, not even like a platter. No, no, it's like the little cocktail glass. I I don't know what I was focused on, but I feel like I was not focused on that at all watching the movie. I feel like I was worried about what was he going to do to Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Well, that's that's the point I think. <laughs> you're supposed to be thinking about that, but I've seen that movie so many times now I'm like, my my man, my man eats shrimp right now. What the hell? <laughs> He's eating shrimp. You don't think about Joker being hungry. No, no. He just wants to watch the world burn. You don't mm-hmm. think about him like rotating any chicken near you know. Turning on the microwave. <laughs> yeah, turning on the they, microwave. That's like some I think about that with celebrities a lot where <laughs> you hit a point in fame where you can't even imagine them like turning on the shower. Like yeah. Michael Jackson, I can't imagine him doing anything like that. You you don't think so? I I think he took a shower, but I can't imagine him like going into the bathroom and turning the faucet to get into the shower. I don't know. I <laughs> I never thought about it. I imagine you know he takes his glove off and then <laughs> turns the faucet. Yeah, he's got you know tons of jackets and buttons and stuff to do, and then the water's hot by the time he gets all that off. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's hope so. I used to think about Michael Jackson all the time. Me too. He's Just, the coolest king guy on the planet when we were kids, dude. I mean, because, like, the the tabloids and Jacko and all that, and yeah. then, like, he was the first person I saw wear a surgical mask that wasn't a doctor. Oh, yeah. And so, like, now that's normal. He was mm-hmm. ahead of the game. In a lot of ways, dude. Yeah. Loafers, high-water pants. I see people wearing that now. I'm like, you would have got cooked yeah. for wearing that growing up. Like, that's crazy. There were so many things that were, like, exclusive to Michael Jackson in the 90s that yeah. nobody else could do. Right. A V-neck, 
Nobody was wearing a white V-neck. Yeah. A, a belt that's just like a rag tied to the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody was doing that. I remember I would put tape on my fingers mm-hmm. in elementary school and stuff, Same. trying to be like Michael Jackson. I remember my I would dress like Michael Jackson all the time when I was like seven, eight years old. I wore the fedora. I did it all, and I would do the dances, and my dad was like, man, that's really cool, dude. Um, don't get too into that. He was, like, trying to be supportive, but also, like, worried because he had been reading the news. I was like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. But if Michael Jackson, when I was a kid, was like, want to stay the night with me? I'd be like, yes. Yeah. (laughs) No question. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. But also, I'd probably get on Michael Jackson's nerves. (laughs) It would be no time for nothing crazy because I'm like, yo, nah, let's dance some more. Let's, no, let's do the whole dangerous. Come on. Dude, I used to think about that <laughs> shit all the time because when I, I mean, I would, if somebody tried to kidnap me, I would annoy the fuck out of them. Right, right. Like they would be regretting it after like two hours. They'd be dropping me off. Yeah. That's what they said about New Edition. They said New Edition went to Neverland and then they were so bad. They were like, yo, y'all, y'all got to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. What's your favorite color sky? Favorite color sky? I think probably pink. Pink? Okay. Yeah. I I went and stayed at a place uh, in Malibu on top of this mountain in Malibu like a month ago. And uh, we were above the clouds. Okay. In a a little cabin. I've never seen anything like that. And the sky was pink. Felt like I was in... um, Wherever. Cloud City? Yeah, Lando lives. And yeah. It was a trip. And so I'm that's my favorite sky I've ever seen in my life. Above the clouds. Mm-hmm. Man. How long is that drive? Like ears popping? Are you are you okay up there? Yeah, you're okay. I think it's just because you're close to the ocean, the I don't know, the clouds are lower or something. But mm. but it I mean it took like twenty minutes to get up there once you from the PCH. It's like an elevator or like a road, like a like a road, yeah, big road on the side of a mountain, just cruising Man, up. So yeah, winding road, yeah, that's crazy. What about you? Uh, my favorite color sky, like the like sherbety, yellowy, yeah, sunset, mm. uh, orange, orange, pink, pink, yeah. All right, we're the same. We should go mm-hmm. to that that cabin in Malibu. The problem is that there's no. Uh, there's no TV up there. So. No TV. Which is like all I want to do. Yeah. Even though the sky's beautiful. I'm like, let's watch let's watch TV. I'd be bummed out if like you leave the TV pause too long and then you see like a picture of a nice sky and then you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. I should just go out on the balcony. Yeah, just look at stuff. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Like right now my TV in my living room is like is moved because we were doing something in the house. And so, and I'm too lazy to plug it back in and put it on the shelf. So every morning I like make coffee. I just sit there in a chair. I don't know what the I don't know what to do. Cause <laughs> I, I guess I could go like read a book or some shit, but I, I I gotta watch like YouTube videos of people playing slot machines. That's, okay, that's what I do. <laughs> wait, wait, what? 
so are you only watching videos of people win? Yeah. Are you watching like vlogs and people like, uh, oh, well, there's a guy. You, I lost fifty bucks today. It's All right, more than see that, you guys man. More. There's a guy on you. You'd love this if you're into this kind of thing. There's a guy <laughs> on YouTube named. This is what got me into all of it. Is there's a guy on YouTube named Vegas Matt. Vegas Matt. Yeah, he's like a dude in his fifties, and he goes out with his son, and he'll. He's like, I want to play this machine, the slot machine, until I get a bonus. So oh. until you get like three symbols that give you 10 free spins or something. And so mm-hmm. he sees how much money he has to put in it. And he's loaded, I don't know from what, but he'll often just put in $8,000. And then he'll what? he'll win $800. And put he's like in $8,000. Yeah. Get out $800. Yeah. And so he's like, "Well, I well, that was he goes. He goes. Ah, that was a shit sandwich today. Tune in tomorrow. Sometimes he wins, but he's always like, we're only forty thousand dollars down for the month. That's how like loaded he is. Is that's that's nothing to him. But then there's other people who only post them winning. Mm. That's crazy. Oh yeah. Why doesn't he just like set it up for somebody else to win? Like like get it so that the next person. That would be a hero. It would be a hero, but there's no way to know that. Even though some people say they, they like know how to to like hack a slot machine, like know how they work, but yeah. it's all so random. You can't do. It. Have you ever done it? Yeah, I don't like the ones with a screen. I don't trust the screen. You ones. like those old old school? I like the old school because it's like a, a screen. How do I know it's just programmed to just randomly for sure. Give the one winner, you know, it's math and not like this seven went around this amount of times and this, you know, symbol. Yeah, no, I like those old ones, too. I mean, dude, I fucking love casinos, man. Was there a casino by uh, Golf Golf Shores? Shores? Uh, There was. There's one an hour and a half away, but I never went to it because I wasn't into it when I was. Well, I was too young when I lived there. But but no, they're. I I was just on tour for a month. I got off like a month ago, and I uh, I went to seventeen casinos. Seventeen yeah. casinos. Because my buddies in the band were uh, also into gambling, so we would go probably every other city. We would just look up casino after the show and drive to whatever was the closest one. Oh wow! Yeah, man, and also hotels at casinos are always cheaper because they know that you're putting all your money into the machines mm. or into the onto the tables so it's it's kind of a you know it's like a cheaper route instead of booking hotels at the holiday inn um anyway so yeah and w- you know we would go down 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 and then go up 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 and then on my birthday i lost everything i had won which was a bummer oh, man. and then i had to drive back <laughs> Man, yeah. You play any other? You play any other games? Yeah. So my strategy is that I'll go play blackjack. Okay, I like playing blackjack. I try to win four hundred bucks slowly. It takes like two hours. Okay. Like I don't ever bet big. Yeah. Like, until I'm up like a couple hundred bucks, and then you know it takes a couple hours. It's just like okay, I'll sit here for two hours and play blackjack, and then if I win four hundred dollars, then I go and spend that on a slot machine. And then sometimes a slot machine will then hit, and then you win some more money, and then okay. try to call it. 
but that takes so long. It's like that's the whole night right there. That's crazy. Yeah, the minute I was up, I w- I got off the table. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a trip. I don't have uh, I can't stop doing things. I don't have any self control. <laughs> uh, but my buddy, my buddy uh, Clay is like that, and he just quits as soon as he wins any money, and then he just has a drink and hangs out. Yeah, which is brave. I can't. I can't do that shit. You you ever play anything else other than blackjack? I'll sometimes it's play like, roulette. Okay. I've always wanted to know how to play craps. That seems like the most fun game. Yeah. Everybody's always hugging. Yeah, I never I never seen some like a table where it was going crazy and like like people were like all gathered around and stuff. Like I yeah, I never seen that. Yeah. I wanna do that so bad. I always say like the only the only uh thing at a casino where people hug is craps. Nobody else is hugging at a casino. It's right, usually people yeah. like crying. Dude, I found I was going to so many casinos. I was driving first by myself and I would stop and play blackjack at like these truck stop casinos. Mm-hmm. And uh, there'd be so many people who would just sit by you. You'd be like playing at a slot machine or playing blackjack. They'd just sit by you and be like, hey, man, give me $20. And no. I'll, I'll split whatever I win with you. And you go, no. And then they'll be like, they'll look at your machine until you win some money. And then they go, come on, man, I'm hungry. And I'll split whatever I win with you. And you go, no, but then you're winning money in front of them. Jeez. And so you kind of almost want to (laughs) lose. You know what I mean? So I was having to multiple times be like, acting like I'm answering the phone going, oh, yeah, shit, you're here? All right, I'll be right out. And then until people would leave me alone. Dang. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. There was one time I was playing blackjack in um, Oklahoma or somewhere. It was like all truckers. And there was one trucker at the table who was telling me and the dealer and the other truckers, like, uh, yeah, I got a girlfriend. Uh, She's, uh, well, I never met her. We just talked. On the phone, and she sends me text messages. She's the hottest girl I've ever seen in my life, and she's a a princess, actually <laughs> from Africa. <laughs> and uh, she, I gotta give her a thousand dollars a week, but but she says her dad's about to die, and she's gonna inherit millions, and she's gonna move to the states and give me a million dollars. No, no. And we're all we all just no. get quiet. Me and all these other truckers, and. We, we, we don't know what to say to this guy, you know? And eventually he She's ke- a princess. She eventually uh. the dealer goes, he keeps going on and on and he, the dealer goes, "Hey man, I got to tell you, I don't think your girlfriend's real." <laughs> and then the dude I gotta goes, "I got to tell you. I have to. <laughs> I can't take it anymore." Yeah. He goes, "I got to tell you, I don't think the I don't think your girlfriend's real, man." And the the dude goes, "I know." He goes, I just like having someone to talk to. Oh, no. Yeah. Man, it's oh, a bummer. Oh, man. But he seemed, you know. Yeah. Seemed happy. I don't know. Hey, you know, truck driving is a good job. You make a good living. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can afford the, the $1,000 <laughs> a month bill. That's crazy. For sure. <laughs> I mean, they kept asking me. They were like, you're, they found out I was a comedian. And then it's the thing of, like, they look you up, and then they say, 
I've never seen anything you've done. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They're trying to be nice. Yeah. And then they were all talking about how their favorite comedian is Fluffy. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, you might, I don't know, you might like like my, uh, probably not. I don't know if I'm for <laughs> you, man. Um, But gotta love Fluffy. It's crazy you don't know, like, we don't ever talk about Fluffy. We don't talk about Fluffy. But there's people in the middle of the country, that's all they're talking about is Fluffy. Fluffy wore his shorts on The Tonight Show. Oh, yeah. That's another level. Mm -hmm. Somebody else would be like, hey, we wear pants around here. Do you wear shorts when you perform? I my first time on stage I had on shorts, Holy but I shit. I converted like like I found out it was highly frowned upon the the club in Atlanta the Laughing Skull Lounge oh yeah didn't allow people to wear shorts on stage what yeah why uh just because they felt like it wasn't professional that's good I like that and then after that I stopped so I would wear pants on stage year round mm-hmm. even on the, like hottest day hundred degrees outside I'm still wearing pants on stage. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Good for you, man. I, <laughs> I'm I, I'm like looking at some people these days on stage and I'm like, man, I wish there was more of a dress code. This these people this guy's too confident. I feel like that when I go in a nice restaurant. Like no matter how nice the restaurant, it could be five star crazy. Somebody's gonna have on sweats. Yeah. And it's like, what what are we doing? Yeah. I mean you I You know, sweats have gotten way too powerful. I get it. There was a time you had to be on a track team to get sweats. Sweats on an airplane. Sweats on an airplane. I do that. Yeah. I, do I mean, that. I get. A, I feel so uncomfortable in any sort of athletic gear. Really? Yeah. Like I, I go to the gym in the morning. I get coffee on the way, and I'll be wearing sweatpants to get coffee. And I feel like I gotta tell everybody, like I'm going to the gym. <laughs> Don't worry, because it doesn't look right on me. I don't look right in sweats. What, what do you look like in sweats? What do I look like? Just like some fucking... I look like a... I probably look like a meth head, to be honest. Like a scrawny little meth head. You think so? Yeah, I think I'm like... I'm like two degrees off. Like two... Like if my... If I was missing one tooth, it it's over for me. Or if I... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like... I can't. I can't think. Of, if I had like one extra tattoo, I'd be meth. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I. I don't know. I don't know. I. Uh, I know someone that did meth, and you would never know. Yeah. 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 They Me- just like they said they played guitar until their fingers bled. Holy for like, shit! For s- like six days. Like yeah. yeah. And then they like yeah. But that dude's wild. He does all kind of stuff. Yeah. Good for him. That's like a brave choice, mm-hmm. doing meth. There's like a lot of stigma around it. I think Andre Agassi said he did meth. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That was crazy. That made me rethink all that tech challenge stuff. Also, when I found out his hair was fake, I was like, yo, what do we, What do you mean? I mean, it's a lot it of pressure. It was all a lie. He was known for that hair. Yeah. Imagine you're known for your hair and then it starts falling out. <sighs> yeah. What are you going to do? I guess you fake it for a while. But, you know, everybody that that makes it out of that ends up being okay. Yeah. You know? Well, what do you... I I just learned uh, that my... I don't know. You know, I'm like our buddy CJ's and and you know all this shit about sneakers. And, like, so I've always been adjacent to that. Like, you know, lived with CJ for years and shit. And those on... My favorite Nike shoe is the Agassiz. Okay. And, uh... 
uh, the tech I challenge. I finally found out that those were his shoes, and they're like a tennis player's shoe. Mm-hmm. Do other tennis players have like popular Nike shoes or just sneakers um, in general? They they just brought back out, or they're about to bring out the Nike Mac Attacks, which was John McEnroe's shoe. Oh, cool. So a little before Andre Agassi. Pete Sampras has a building in the, on the Nike campus. Um, Serena's had some shoes, but also they, like, the most popular of her shoes are the colors they make for her of, like, pre-existing shoes. So mm-hmm. they made... Like a Serena Blazer, a Serena Air Force One, a Serena uh, Air Max 97, that type of stuff. And, like, those go up. Um, but they made her her own Jordan, I think, at one time. Um, Roger Federer has got some shoes that look like basketball shoes. Here's the thing. It's been a long time since they gave someone a tennis shoe that didn't look like something. A different sports shoe. Yeah. Did you see? That's you know, like that's the thing in skating is like all the new skate shoes these days already look like old popular skate shoes. Mm-hmm. Except there's a, you know who Ishad Ware is? He's a pro skater and he came out with a Nike that's like really creative and new. Okay. And it should be. I think more I've of seen those. Hit. And there's also the Nija, uh Nike skate shoe, which is pretty unique looking, but. Mostly skaters just skate in Jordans or like Nike skaters at least or yeah. those Safranskis. That you know those like like boat looking Nike shoes from okay like ten years yeah, ago yeah yeah and they were so popular that you know he had a contract with Nike where he got paid a little bit per shoe like the Jordan contract or whatever and the shoes were so popular and they didn't think they would because they're skate shoes that they ended up just having to pay him out like. Why don't they like paying royalties? I think because at the end of the day, it's too much money for them. For the person that, like, we're making this person too rich? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get if it If you got a hit and this person's name is attached to the hit, why can't they get a portion? Mm-hmm. And then they tried to make them where they took his name off. Right. Then they but do then that. People didn't. People weren't as interested in that. Right. Nah, I want this name that I had to learn how to pronounce. Yeah. (laughs) Put that back on the shoe. That's part of it. Yeah. When people ask me what it is, I don't want your little cute Nike name. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. Give me that Safransky. Give me that Safransky. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, man. Oh, Janowski, not Safransky. What am I saying, Safransky? I thought it was Janowski, but then I'm so ignorant about skateboard that i was like maybe maybe janowski is out no it's safranski's in good catch i ain't a we don't look anything up on this podcast i know that's why i'm trying i i was listening to the one with carmen and i i can't remember what y'all were thinking about looking up but big rule but yeah i also have no way of enforcing it like if you if you google something right now i'm not gonna dive over there and grab your phone but at the same time you know i don't know man oh y'all were talking about fighting on yeah. that Carmen one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you ever been in a fight? No. I have I've had my ass whooped three times in my life. Okay. Like fully someone beat the shit out of me. Um, oh no. And I but it was not a fight. Like you didn't I participate? Didn't, no, I Or like they got you from times. behind? Like what happened? Two times it was from behind. 
Okay. The most boring time is I was singing uh, in my old hardcore band, and and it was right by a military base, and so sometimes the military would come to shows and not know what a (laughs) mosh pit was, and they would just think, like, it's all these people punching each other, and they so this one time, this guy just fucking cracked me in the face, and I was singing. I got a microphone. He broke my glasses like a nerd. Like, uh, and then the venue is like, you gotta go, pal. You can't punch the the singer. I was like fifteen or something. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. And then the other times it was, I think I was thirteen or twelve, and I was just talking to my friend, and two girls came up behind me and beat the daylights out of me. Like I was on the ground, they were kicking me in the face, what? and then they suddenly stopped, and and they looked away, and then they go, "Oh my god!" And they picked me up. I'm like, "We're so sorry." We thought someone pointed at you and said you did something to us, but it was uh, that guy over there. <laughs> and my, I was like pulverized. Yo, what? Yeah. How much did you look got, like that guy over there? I think they just misread the point. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. And then the other time was I was at another hardcore show. I was just watching. And from behind, somebody came, beat the shit out of me. Again, on the ground, kicking me. And then he ran off, and I don't know why. My I was like said to my buddy who was on the side of the stage. I was like, "What just happened?" And he goes, "I don't know. That guy, a guy came and beat the shit out of you." And I was like, "Thanks for the help, pal. What the fuck?" <laughs> Those are the three times I've had, I've had my That's ass whooped. That's so for crazy. Sure. Yeah, they're all been like in public with like like a lot of witnesses and oh, yeah. stuff. Like none of them been like dark alley. No, nah. you know, like like somebody tried to rob you or something. It's just all been like at shows. Hell yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh man, when while you were singing? Yeah, I was the star. Nobody did nothing. <laughs> Everybody was there looking at me. Did you keep singing? I did, yeah. And then afterwards, I remember saying, like, you broke my glasses. <laughs> like, the 15-year-old came out. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Man. Well, um, when did you start doing the, like, band thing? Uh, when I was 13. I was, like, 13 to pretty much 17. I was, like, crazy serious about music. Like, yeah? That's all I wanted to do. What kind of music? It was mostly, like, hardcore punk-adjacent music that then my girlfriend broke up with me and we started doing more of an emo, whiny thing. And then, uh, yeah, you know, we'd just tour around and do that every break, like spring break through the summer. We would go to Atlanta and North Carolina, all the southeast kind of states, all the big cities. And... um, and then just got so burnt out by the time I was 17 that me and all my buddies who were in the band were like, we don't want to do this no more. Yeah. And we, like, decided to stop. And then yeah, my introduction into comedy is, like, backwards to where then I moved to L.A., was in another band out here for fun, and then we just like talking on stage too much in between songs. <laughs> That's, like, really, like, the bottom, like, most simple way of putting it is we just talk too much on stage. It's a valuable a valuable thing to have to yeah. be funny in between songs, but yeah. you've you've you guys were just going too long. Going way too long, annoying <laughs> everybody, and then we 
we were all big fans of stand up and we would go watch it all the time. Okay. That we just stopped playing music and just started performing as a four man sketch group, stand up group. And then I they didn't really want to do it anymore and so they didn't yeah, so I just started doing stand up by myself. Dope. Yeah. But it came through music and then now I do music and stand up together and then sometimes I'll have a band with me but if Wits in town, make sure you go out to see him. Yeah, but listen, I I'm already I've already accepted. There's nobody who knows who I am in Tallahassee after based on my last tour. So you know, no pressure. Okay, if you in Tallahassee, let let Wit know that you know who he is. You know, <laughs> yeah, by coming to the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, come to the show. You know, you know, let... you ever have like a run of really solid shows where there's great crowds mm -hmm. and you're like i've arrived here yeah. we are and then you do one where it's like fuck nope nobody's here i'm back square one i'm pure shit all right that's that's what happened in tallahassee like i did this school and they had this thing where um they were like oh we have this one day it's called mountain day and that's where everybody runs up a mountain and then, like, you know, they the schools cancel that day, and then they eat stuff. They have a party on the top of the mountain. They booked me on Mountain Day. <laughs> Which means nobody, like, on that campus was like, you know, we can't have Mountain Day this day. Right. We got this comedian coming in. Yeah. So everybody in the crowd is just burnt out. They're just tired. Oh yeah, because they are the the few people that went to Mountain Day and still tried to go to the comedy show. Right. Also, it's like half empty, and could just there just could be more people there. Mm -hmm. But any other day in the school year would have been better. Fuck, dude. I yeah. mean, it's like performing at a a music festival where it's like, why the fuck would anybody? Billie Eilish is playing next door. Why does anybody want to listen to me yeah. talk about how Joker eats shrimp right now? I don't. I don't know. I haven't done a music festival. I imagine it would be challenging. Um, I mean, all you are when you play at a music festival is it's usually an air conditioned room for people who've taken too much ecstasy to go sit in. That'd be dope. A room like an enclosed area. I, I'm imagining like on a stage. Oh, I've never at done a it festival like, that. like outdoors. Nah. You know, great sound for music, horrible sound for comedy. You hear yourself three, four times in your ear. No one, you know, no yeah. reaction. Yeah, daylight. I, I mean, yeah, dude, it's a tr it's a trip. Like what they put you through at some of those. I haven't done a college gig in a long time, but like, I the. I don't know how they plan them, but it always seems to be there's some shit going on. It's like, always an apology. Yeah. It's always like, yo, I'm sorry, man. You know, like, normally. We don't do we this on Mountain people. Day. Yeah, normally we don't do this on Mountain Day. We have, <laughs> man, oh, we're tough on comedians. Or you get yeah. that, yo, we're tough on comedians. And it's like. Thank you. Y'all are 18. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm paid to be here. You know, like. I mean, what are you talking about? That's such a terrible... Some people are like, nothing makes me laugh out loud. Right, right. What the hell kind of life is that? Like, nothing makes you laugh out loud. All right, you're probably a bad person. Yeah, like the person that sits front row at a comedy show and then they don't want to laugh. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not... 
I'm not gonna try to tickle you personally, you know, no. like like this this is for the whole room. You yeah. in the room. You hear what's going on behind you. You don't wanna be in it, that's that's fine. Yeah, dude, I, I did a whole show in New Orleans where I couldn't even get them to applaud. Like oh, from man. from the jump. Like I said, How's everybody doing out there when I walked out on stage and it was nothing. No applause. <sighs> it was like a packed room. And then I, when I, I did an hour, and I got off stage by saying, like, I just want y'all to know that I'm okay. <laughs> and then that was it. And I thought for sure there'd be, like, DMs yeah. of people going, you suck. But people were like, good show. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? I'm so confused. It felt like... I was stuck in some sort of nightmare, mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I took mushrooms or something, and I just can't figure out what the hell is actually happening. Yeah, that's a funny line, though. There would be times I would do sets, and I, I would do some Back to the Future. I'd be like, Yo, that was rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> your kids are gonna love it. And then, yeah, yeah. put yeah. the mic back in. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. I mean, I that show in particular, I got home. My dad, of course, was at that show, and he brought his friend sort of like to be like, check out my awesome son. Who's oh, like this man. Comedian. And then I bombed so hard, and I do this bit about, I have a bit about PlayStation 5. I bombed so hard, then I get all the way back to L.A., and then there's a box on my doorstep, and it's a PlayStation 5. And I there's a letter attached to it. And it's from my dad's friend. <laughs> and it says... I can't play this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it says, I just want to let you know that I think that you're very resilient. Oh, man. And I know you make fun of PlayStation 5, so I thought maybe you should try one out yourself. Uh <laughs> Don't ever give up or whatever. It's like yeah. a vibe of like, yeah, yeah. Listen, man, you don't got what it takes, but, <laughs> but you know, good for you. Huh? That's crazy. Yeah. PF's five. That was like competitive to get. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like did all the work to mm -hmm. be like, yo, here you go. Well, he wrote in there. I came into some money recently. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So appreciate it. I play it. Playing that Star Wars game, you know. Dope. Yeah. It's fun. They uh they don't have a comedy club in New Orleans. No. And I think I think there's a reason. Yeah, because people are sleepy, dude. They've been fucking drinking hurricanes Boozed all day. Up, eating the best food in the world. Yeah. And it's like, what do you got? Jokes? Yeah, nobody wants to sit in a crowd and listen to a person talk. They right. wanna like listen to music, have a drink, talk to amongst themselves they and don't see something wild yeah yeah they're not i feel like eric andre probably is like a great new orleans comedian like probably or if like the jackass crew went and did a live show down <laughs> yeah that'd be great wit do you believe in other universes uh yeah of course i think it's it's like sort of conceited not to okay or narcissistic. A little arrogant to be like, it's just us. Yeah. That's Jack, dude. There's fucking 
we don't, we don't know shit. All we know about is the moon. That's the only place we've been to. I guess. I mean, well, we, we sort of been pass to up the moon and just start worrying about other stuff. It's right there. I remember how big the moon was until like '98. People sort of started for not. We stopped talking about the moon. Yeah, '98 like is going when the moon to went the out. moon and stuff. You mm-hmm. know, that was like still huge. Nowadays, I don't know if kids do they know about the moon. Like, do they know about moon rocks? Well, see, they're growing up with skepticism. Yeah. If you watch the Minions, they make it seem like they, we faked the moon landing. Like, that's canon in the Minions universe. Yeah. You know, so the, these kids are growing up with their tinfoil hats. So Kevin and Bob, <laughs> who's the rest? <laughs> Them little yellow guys? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, they're fucking all these kids over. Maybe, the maybe. The moon was a big deal. If I ever have kids, I'm going to make sure they know about the moon. That's what my dad was obsessed with. Mm-hmm. The moon. Yeah. Like he was from that era where he thought he was going to be an astronaut, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. The moon was big. I don't think any space helmets, no cartoon, no nothing. They just kids just was wearing space helmets. I had one. Yeah. I, I feel like astronauts are kind of like Hooters girls in a lot of ways. Like that was a huge thing to be in the 90s or even before. <laughs> People don't really want to be Hooters girls anymore because of the stigma. Same with astronauts, but it's not because of stigma. It's just because we don't talk about the moon enough. You think people don't want to be astronauts anymore? You don't ever hear anybody want to be an astronaut. It's rare. It's very rare. It's very, like, competitive. Yeah. I don't think everybody's cut out to be an astronaut. You got to have the combination of the physical and the mental. Yeah. You know, you got to be able to pass the test. You got to know all kind of science. Mm-hmm. But then also you got to be able to sit in that thing and, and have your face flop around. Yeah. I'm not down. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Do you think about there's other universes? Oh, all the time. All the time. Sometimes I think that the universes that we create on this podcast, that's when they get made. Like there's somebody like, oh, 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 that's a good one. And then yeah. they just put that out there. That's cool. I mean, hey, there's always the, what's the deal with men in black? There's like the. What's the deal with men in black? <laughs> <laughs> there's like the universe and the guy's. Uh... Marbles? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What is he? His, that like... freaked me out. The end of men in black where it was like, wait, wait, what? What did y'all just do? Y'all just ended it with, like, we're in this whole thing of marbles, and then he's shooting marbles around? Oh, yeah. Crazy. Dude, when I saw Men in Black when I was a kid, my dad took me, and I thought the movie, it felt, I was having such a good time that it felt like the movie was 20 minutes long. And when it ended, I said to my dad, it's not over. And he was like, yeah, man, the movie's over. (laughs) What the... Like, I was in a trance watching it. Yeah, Men in Black was, is incredible. Yeah, it was so good. Okay. And it was, like, perfect timing. You know, we just did Independence Day. We wanted w- more Will Smith. Mm-hmm. It starts off chasing, running through the city, you know, action movie stuff. Then dude got gills. Fought. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah, we forget that Will Smith isn't the main, main character in Independence Day. You no. Jeff Goldblum. He was just like the guy. He was the reason I went. Yeah. 
Same. I would have caught it on TV if it wasn't for Will Smith. Yeah. Those are the good old days when a movie was about a movie star. Remember just going to see a movie because you wanted to see Will Smith do something? You didn't yeah. even know what the hell it was about. You didn't know the character. You're just like, I like that actor. I'm going to go for that reason. Right. Wild Wild West came on TNT once when I was a kid. One time mm-hmm. I saw it. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I like 60s Batman. I like Gilligan's Island. I don't really know about this one. Was that one of the first movies you ever knew wasn't good? I was having a good time, but I knew it wasn't going to be received well by others. (laughs) Which probably is, is, yeah, that's probably what that means. When I'm like in there, I'm like, Okay, I don't think anybody else at school is going to rock with this spider. I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah, dude, I think that might have been one of the first ones for me. That one, Batman and Robin, I was, like, trying to like it, but Uh, I I couldn't quite get over the hump. And I just kind of knew, like, nah, this ain't good. The opening scene of Batman and Robin, you can't tell me that that wasn't two kids in a boardroom playing with toys. Right. And that's how that happens. That's like the hockey players. If you describe it to somebody, then you'll you'll sound crazy. Yeah. The Batman Robin, Batman's got a, a bank card with the bat symbol on it. He's like, I don't leave home without it. Yeah. Like you in commercial town before you even get started, they get down there. Mr. Freeze is trying to steal this big diamond. Batman and he freezes the floor. So now Batman is too slippery. Batman and Robin click their heels together. Blades come oh, out. Yeah. Now they got ice skates, which means blades have been in their feet <laughs> this whole time. Why not click one of those <laughs> blades out and just kick somebody and cut their head Why off? Why didn't with the it? blades come from the side? Why did they come out this way? Well, yeah. That means, yeah, a lot, not a lot of blades? room in these boots. Mm-hmm. Now y'all skating, y'all playing hockey with, with the henchmen. Your man, Mr. Freeze, gets in a rocket. Yeah. Goes straight up. They got some suction cup things. They hold on to the rocket. Now they just out there in the sky. Mr. Freeze got some kind of, like, glider oh, yeah. thing. He gets out. They get in there. They kick the doors off, and then they surf back down on the doors. Yep. Of the rocket. Oh, yeah. That was in the trailer. <laughs> they sky surf. Luckily, there's a big statue of, like, a dude in Gotham that's a big slide. And then if you could just get on it at the right time, you could just slide down to safety. Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. All I mean, improv. No, none of this was planned. They didn't plan on surfing on doors. It just worked out that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> They're talented, man. They got to know how to do so much shit. Right, right. God damn. They don't even take a class. I think, I think Mr. Freeze says you got to chill. You got to chill. Oh, yeah. He says all kinds. Of, he says cool it. <laughs> cool it. Yeah. Oh, man. Love Vivica it. Fox was on the cover of Jet Magazine. In her, like, she's she's got one line in the whole movie. And Jet Magazine was like, Vivica Fox, 
She's, She's it. in Batman and Robin, one of the stars of Batman and Robin. That's crazy, dude. I mean, talk about <laughs> fucking movie stars, though, at the time, because she was, to me, she was a massive star. Right. Yeah, no. To a, yeah. Even to though a she lot had people. one line in that movie. One line in that movie. She just played, like, the babe at the ice house. Like Drew Barrymore in, in Batman Forever. Yeah. Sugar and Spice. Yeah. I think, what was she, Spice? She was sugar. One of, they were in the Genesis game. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were, and that was the one where it was like photos of the mm-hmm, people mm-hmm, to where mm-hmm. the graphics, like, kind of not worth it. No, it was exciting at the time. Well, this is the thing: the best part of the game was battle mode, where you just fight with characters. Because mm-hmm. if you if you play in the game, it's no fun. The the grappling hook doesn't hold on to everything. Mm. You know, you die easy. But gotta check that battle out. mode. I might go get that on my PS5. You can do that. I don't know. Maybe you can. You can get Batman Forever on the Genesis on the PS5. Maybe I don't know. Let's hope. Yo, y'all make it happen out there. With anything you want to promote, anything you want to tell the people where they can find you. Mm. Um, nah, just follow me in all the things, Whitmer Thomas. Whitmer Thomas. Yeah. On all the things. Yeah. Oh, and I got a bunch of shows in L.A. All the middle Sundays of of uh, July at this place called Permanent Records. Come out oh, if you're dope. in L.A. Oh, dope. Yeah. In, are you on the inside or the outside? Inside. Dope. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on yeah, this Yeah, thanks for doing it. We're glad to have you. Uh, as you guys all know, we're recording this on the anniversary of the Inconsistent Podcast with Rob Hayes. It's been a full year. Thank y'all for all the support, all the love, all the comments, all the people on Discord, the big tippers, uh, the people on Patreon. We appreciate y'all so much. Uh, this has been the Inconsistent Podcast with Rob Hayes. You. Uh, 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 uh.